Hi, and welcome to Experience Points by University XP. On Experience Points, we explore different ways we can learn from games. I'm your host, Dave Ang, from Games-Based Learning by University XP. Find out more at universityxp.com. On today's episode, we'll cover simulations versus games. Games and simulations are two things that seem talked about in the same circles. Sometimes they even get misinterpreted for one another. They do share some of the same characteristics, but games and simulations are different from one another. Before we jump into what those differences are, let's first determine what we mean by games. What are games? Games are activities that have an explicit goal. There is a clear structure that guides players' choices and experiences. Games allow players to interact with the environment, other players, or both. Games also have feedback mechanisms. These mechanisms provide players with a gauge for how their interaction affects their play. One reason why players find games so engaging and addictive is because they create an emotional reaction in players. This visceral sense of accomplishment, triumph, or fiero that players get when they play great games is what keeps them coming back for more. So how do simulations compare to games? Simulations can also be games. Games such as The Sims or SimCity even have simulation in the title. Simulations can also be serious games. Serious games are games that have been designed from the ground up for learning. So what are some examples of simulations? Microsoft Flight Simulator qualifies for its ability to accurately recreate how one would operate an aircraft. Cytosis is a serious game for its ability to teach players cell biology. Chess is a serious game based on its ability to show insights on how strategies might play out on the battlefield. Simulations, unlike games, are supposed to be representative. They are supposed to be replications of what can be or has been. If you've ever seen Civil War reenactors play the stock market game in your high school economics class or participated in a case study, then you know what simulations can be used for. Simulations, unlike games, are based on the recreation of a situation. Those can be historical or theoretical situations. However, all simulations require the player to problem solve and make decisions that one might make in the real world. Debate Club, Mock Trial Team, and Model United Nations are all examples of how simulations have been applied for co-curricular learning. Simulations are often engaging forms of experiential learning because they provide a means for players to practice. Simulations give participants a safe means for them to play, experiment, and experience what a real-world situation would be like. Flight simulators or historical reenactments provides a way for players to experience something that would be too costly, dangerous, or otherwise impossible. Now let's return to simulations versus games. So how are simulations like games? Many gamers can see that simulations share some characteristics in common. Some of those include a scaled difficulty level that progresses with players. Flight simulators can also be graphically rich as the latest PC games. Both games and simulations also provide rich feedback for the player in the form of engagements, interactions, and unfolding consequences as a result of players' decisions. Unlike games, simulations don't have a specific win-loss state. Games contain structures of specific conditions where the game ends. Typically, this results in unequal outcomes for players. This includes, I win, you lose conditions for war games, we both earn points, but I earned more points than you in board games, or I finish the race the fastest in sports or athletic contests. Simulations don't normally have a typical win-loss state. Simulations can be played over time. Simulations like their real-world experiences continue to be. They are an unending interpretation of a state of affairs from which players played a small role. 
Now you should be able to tell the differences and similarities between games and simulations. Both can be used to meet your learning, education, and training needs. Though they both provide different outcomes for your students based on what you want them to learn and take away. Simulations are based on a recreation of scenarios. They require problem solving from players in order to be successful. Games, on the other hand, don't necessarily rely on problem solving for players to engage and finish them. Rather, games use feedback mechanisms that incentivize players to continue playing. Both simulations and games provide experiences for players and learners to engage with. You can consider simulations and games both vehicles for bringing your audience where you want them to go, as well as what you want them to learn. I hope you found this episode useful. If you'd like to learn more, then a great place to start is with my free course on gamification. You can sign up for it at universityxp.com gamification. You can also get a full transcript of this episode, including links to references in the description or show notes. Thanks for joining me. Again, I'm your host, Dave Ang from Gamespace Learning by University XP. On Experience Points, we explore different ways we can learn from games. If you like this episode, please consider commenting, sharing, and subscribing. Subscribing is absolutely free and ensures that you'll get the next episode of Experience Points delivered directly to you. I'd also love it if you took some time to rate the show. I live to lift others with learning. So if you found this episode useful, consider sharing it with someone who could benefit. Also, make sure to visit University XP online at universityxp.com. University XP is also on Twitter at university underscore XP and on Facebook as University XP. Also, please feel free to email me anytime. My email address is dave at universityxp.com. Game on.